0: Listen to my podcast about sports, about sports, about sports. Howdy, Ags. From the tailgate, home of Aggie football, this is Coach and the Delivery Man. Corey, what's up, bro? What's up, buddy? Today's episode brought to you by Frida Homes, building Aggie dreams. Custom home builders with over 15 years of experience in the Brazos Valley. If you're looking for someone that cares about you, and the details that you care about, contact Frida Homes. Visit them on Instagram at Frida.Homes or give Justin a call at 979-450-4466. When you call, just remember, everyone loves their Frida Frida Homes. Homes. All right. Don't forget folks, email us at aggettailgate at gmail.com. Questions, comments, whatever. Uh, Visit us on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can also find us on the Pigskin Podcast Network. TPPN. TPPN. Right there. All right. Uh, So we're everywhere. Everywhere. Right stuff. Some comments. Some comments from last week after last week's episode. Let's hear it. Greatest Ever says, Man, you two just hate Jimbo. Damn. Sounds almost personal. It's well, not
1: personal at all. We don't hate Jimbo. We just want him to get his shit straight. Listen, right?
0: No hatred for Jimbo whatsoever. Nah, just get except it right. for the fact that can't play. Can call play. His results have not been there. Right? Yeah. We hate the results. Last season's results were pathetic. There's right. no reason we should end up at five and seven with the roster that we have here. Not only that, his offense has been pathetic. Since he's gotten here, it's not been good. No. So, it's not hatred for Jimbo. It's hatred for the results. you got to perform. That's it. Yeah. If he does well next year, we'll love him. Love him. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Lil Chi, 721, says he thought DJ Durkin left Ole Miss because he hated Kiffin. Uh, good. He, he probably did hate Kiffin. Yeah. His own brother left Ole Miss because he hates his brother. So. Right. You know that's not again that's not outside of the realm of possibility, but it's probably also just one of the factors. Better talent at A and also gives him a lot of incentive to come here and and coordinate that defense, especially if he has any aspirations of being a head coach again. And then there's the money, which he got double the pay from what he was making at yeah. Ole Miss to here at AM. He went from like seven hundred thousand to one and a half million. So a few factors on that.
1: And the thing about Lane Kiffin, he's just a big kid. He's really immature. If I was out at a bar, I'd probably hang out with the guy. I'd probably have a good time. But as a coach and where he's at,
0: no. The longer he's been places, the worse they've been. So that's that's yeah, sort of tells down, you something. It's
1: going downhill.
0: Uh, You had a shout-out that you wanted. To oh, yeah, out. the guys from UPS,
1: uh, Pete, Caleb, Ram. Thanks for all the comments y'all give me at work. I appreciate it. Y'all just bashing me. I love it. Love it. Bram, it's for you. There's a propel.
0: Hey, send us some of those comments on the YouTube or to the, tel- to the email, and we'll, we'll get those comments out on, uh, on, on the air. Yeah, please love do. Love it. Uh, Corey, let's start off. Obviously, we're going to get into some a football mm-hmm. here in a little bit. Okay. Um, we'll talk, talk quarterbacks at the SEC. Uh, but let's start off with basketball. 14 and 6 overall. Now 6 and 1 in the conference. Yep. Look, huge, huge win last night against against Auburn. Following right. a loss on Saturday against Kentucky uh, on the road. Both games. Uh, their next couple of games, Vandy hmm. and Arkansas. Yeah. Um, over the next on Saturday, Tuesday kind of situation. Right. Look, the, the Kentucky game—it's a sixty-seven, seventy-six loss. That game was that—that that score is not really indicative of the game. They were game. winning at halftime. They were winning most of the game till yeah. till probably <clears> the <throat> last ten minutes, and then you know sort of had a bad a bad. They didn't close it out. Right strategy didn't work like I thought it should. We left a lot
1: of wide open three pointers. I mean, if Kentucky usually doesn't hit them, but they were hitting them that night. It huge. Touched.
0: Yeah, the threes the threes for Kentucky were unexpected, but they definitely they definitely started to do that. And then the Marvel-Shibwe uh, little tussle. Yeah, uh, which, you know, was interesting because if they'd have called the first one, which they should have called the, yeah, the, the shot it. in the face by Shibway, yeah. you know, the second one wouldn't have happened, but it is what it is. Yeah. Look, Boots with a good game, had 22. Uh, but in that game, we didn't play very well. And in reality, we led the majority of the game. Taylor, and I texted you this early in the game. I said, Man, Taylor just needs to settle down. too many turnovers, right?
1: He's been doing that a lot lately. I mean
0: that's yeah. just thing is uh he's not
1: possessions. Buzz talks about it. We're giving away too many possessions, other teams are getting more
0: than we are because we're turning the ball over, and a lot of it goes with our point guard. He's been streaky shooting the ball, and this one he was four for eleven, 0 for five from three. But usually that's not what has hurt us so much as the turnovers. The turnovers, right? Yeah. Um Dexter Dennis also can make a shot two for nine Uh, and then overall shot three of 16 from the three point as a team Mm -hmm. behind the three point line Uh, so all those things contributed but I think even more than that 16 second chance points and 16 points off turnovers with 16 turnovers got out rebounded by seven offensive rebounds four for AM, 17 for Kentucky there's your ball game yeah absolutely that's
1: it's true. I mean, they did a good job with way. She only had like seven points in that game. I now think. he
0: sat. He sat the majority of the first well, half.
1: There were fouls, but that's that's the game plan. You right. go after him. They double teamed him every touch. The time he touched the ball, but like I said, I think Marble or Coleman can play defense on him one on one and not leave those guys wide open. But when, when Marble came off the
0: floor after they the, they had some A and M on A and M violence there. Yeah. When he oh, came yeah. off the floor, that hurt us. That stretch oh, yeah. right after that, you know, they we he was because he was a key. Key, key clog in that in that game plan, especially guarding Sheboy, right? And what we've learned is that Boots needs the ball in his hand. He
1: needs to be our primary ball handler. Wade needs yep. to be out there. Yeah, he can handle the ball a little bit, but spotting up for threes, maybe a little bit of drive, but let Boots run the offense
0: through Boots. And they did that – Against Kentucky and and so now moving on to Auburn, which was a seven nine six three. Look, it's a butt whooping at Auburn, right? Right at Auburn, absolute butt whooping. Auburn ranked, yep. I think, uh, had yeah. a six and one in the conference coming into the game. Some twenty something game home winning streak snapped. Unbelievable, right? Now they're not a big three point shooting team, no. but probably plays to our advantage. But Boots just absolutely was phenomenal. Goes off. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Right? 30 points, uh, nine rebounds. I mean, the dude just played out of his mind, right? And Taylor had 15, a little bit more control. He, Like you yeah. said, they didn't run the offense through him, so you didn't get those sort of silly turnovers at times. But We're running like an NBA-style offense is what it is. You get your best player with the ball. You run
1: a high pick, pick and roll or screen for him, and he just takes it and he's left-handed and it throws a lot of people off because most guys are used to guarding people with right. He just takes it to the hole. He's six two. Is that gonna to the affect jump. the
0: minutes for Coleman and and Marble? Because obviously when you're doing that with boots, you want you don't want as many as many guys in the lane. You need to more shooters. Back, you right? need you people need go need out shooters. there and kick it.
1: But I don't think it's gonna
0: it hasn't it didn't hurt us against
1: Auburn. Yeah. And Auburn plays a lot like we do. They're more of a defensive team, fast.
0: It's not pretty basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? They take a lot of bad shots. It definitely seemed like in the first half. The first half of that game, look, one, the shots were going out, so they were hitting threes, they were doing those things, they were able to open up a lead. Right. In the second half, it really felt like it was just, uh, you know, just more aggressive, right? They they weren't hitting the same, the threes the same, but they started to go, go to the basket, they got fouled, they got lots of free throws out of the deal, and... <clears throat> they slowed the pace down a lot in the second right. half. I mean, they knew they had the lead, there
1: was an the ball was in their court basically most of the time. They were running that clock down to, you know, below
0: 10 seconds just about every time they had the ball. And only nine turnovers for the game, right? Big difference from Kentucky to Auburn, Mm -hmm. 16 to 9. I mean, that's huge. So limiting the second chance points also for for Auburn um, in in that situation as well. You know those two things seem to be a big factor because there's games when we score, there's games when we don't. Right, right. when different guys get hot and whatnot, and it hasn't really affected necessarily that end. We've mm-hmm. won games when we when we hit shots and sometimes and when we don't. At the, but whenever whenever we are sloppy with the ball and have the, the high number of turnovers and. When, when you know we allow a ton of second chance points on offensive rebounds, that's what's hurt us. You right. Know? No, I agree. Look, eleven games remaining in the regular season. Okay. Six at home of those eleven. All right. Look, you play two against Arkansas, good team, right? Yeah. Which Mizzou, good team. Yeah. We, we've already beat them once. Right. Tennessee, superb team, really good. We Seventeen. Have a lot of trouble against them. Seventeen and three. Yeah. Overall, right now, right? Bama. One of the best really teams good. in the country. Yeah, Auburn again. Mississippi State's a good team. Mississippi State's good. Look,
1: they beat so Alabama. Run for their money last night. They were beating Alabama by like ten in the first half. Mississippi
0: State was. Yeah, they were about seven or eight at halftime. So those, are, you know, so those are some tough games in the in, in the remaining regular season. There, yeah, they probably need to get around close to twenty two wins in the regular season. What's their record right now? Right, they're fourteen and six right now, which is. Which is good, right? Living games, <clears throat> but they probably need to win another eight, maybe seven. Yeah, they need they, they need the big wins. They if, need like
1: that last night. They need those big wins because the Wofford game killed them. That's a quad right. four loss. Murray State loss killed them as a quad three, and that's something that the committee looks at.
0: So I feel like they look. One, they have to beat the other teams: the Vandy, the Georgia, the LSU, the 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 Ole Miss. You know, yeah. they got to win those games. Absolutely, no, no question, right? And then, so in, amongst those other teams, those quality teams, they got to at least split with those guys. Maybe go four and three, four four and three, maybe yeah. three and four. Yeah, in that in that group, that's and, gonna be tough. And get some quality wins out of that, right? I don't see them beating Alabama. Alabama is just—they have a lot of talent. Yeah, I mean, we're going to, have to play. If we last game Alabama, of, now. It's last game of the season. Alabama might not have a whole lot of a whole lot to play for at the time, right? I mean, they might have locked up. You know, the number one you're your SEC, on, If that's what you're hanging
1: your hat on, then, yeah, I, I you know, I wouldn't. But Tennessee is really good. Those two games right there. Tennessee is really good. That's going to be uh, – those two
0: will be tough. So, if you get to 21 in the regular season, 22, it I think – You should be lot. You should be in pretty good shape because then, you know, you, you you may have an opportunity there to, to get another couple of wins there in the tournament, one or two. But you don't have to do, like, a deep run in the tournament. What would you say, Record right, right now, tournament? again? 14 and six. 14 and six. So, we get 22. That's what means we go eight and three. That
1: means we're twenty two and nine going into the SEC tournament. Yeah. So I mean that should be a lock almost though. I mean, I, I believe. And that's with those four wins. So yeah, I'd be eighteen
0: and six and you have to win those other four, or those three. Yeah.
1: I see what you're saying. Look yeah, out. if you
0: come down from that twenty two number to twenty one yeah. or twenty, then all of a sudden you gotta do you gotta have a, a longer run in that SEC tournament. Okay. ESPN last night showed that they had
1: Florida as one of the next four out ahead of AM. We beat them twice. Does that make any sense? How does that make any sense at all?
0: I think some of those things will play themselves out as you as as you go Well, Yeah, I the hope Rangers Florida
1: game. wins the rest of their games. Right. So that just makes Elses, us look better. Elses,
0: yeah. Right? Um so hey, Buzz doing a great job. Yeah. Gets him turn get, get some going. Now they they've got the stretch run here. Eleven games, man. They gotta have to they're gonna have to play their best basketball throughout the rest of the season. It does look like he's made adjustments throughout the year that have made him right. play. So we'll continue to talk Do about. Do you think the, we have
1: any NBA guys on that team? You think Boots
0: can go? No, I don't think he can either. I don't. I don't think there's one NBA guy on that. I team. don't either. That's what's which, amazing which about this, this. Very highly buzz. for what Buds does. Yeah. Right. Um. All right. Football news. Football news. One. Uh, we hear uh, Brian George committed to Houston. Obviously transferred out. He's 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 enrolled. Good luck to you, Brian. Look, Santucci takes the defensive coordinator job at Duke. So goes back to his boy. Yeah. Look. And Elko, we know, did a phenomenal job over there at Duke. Yeah, you know, and their their defense at times wasn't wasn't really you know the thing that drove that team right. necessarily. That offense really was in most in most cases what really drove that team. But you know, he's bringing a guy that was with him before he got to AM. Yeah, came with him to AM, Came back to A with him. I mean, he's that's his dude, right? Yeah. And obviously, it was very clear to me from the look one. Linebacker play was horrible last year. Linebacker play was really bad the last two years, which Under understand Tucci. Um, But it's very clear to me that he did not necessarily see eye to eye with Durkin. I don't think that those two guys are on the same page. And so I don't know that – in all honesty, I don't think it really hurts us. The question is, can we get better? And I don't know because do you trust Durkin and Jimbo to hire the right guy? Right now, I mean, I don't think he can do any worse than we did last year. True. You know what I'm saying? I mean either way you go. Durkin historically has been a linebacker. The we coach don't have enough line- we get, don't even have get, enough
1: linebackers to have a linebackers coach. Yeah. I mean, why do you need him when we
0: have like two linebackers on the roster? Do you really need a coach for that? Durkin historically has been a linebackers coach. He could move down and coach the linebackers and then bring in a safeties guy, right? Or, or move some things around and get a when Durkin
1: coach the linebackers, somebody else coach the defense. I like that. I'm like <laughs> well with that. Nah, I, I, I would like definitely that. do
0: that. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, damn.
1: Um, but I just don't understand. Okay, so Santucci, he doesn't do a great job with our linebackers, but he yeah. gets hired as a defensive coordinator at Duke.
0: Well, but that's more about his history with Elko. Right? It has to be. It has it's to be the all, relationship. yeah, yeah, yeah. All 100% of his history with that. Did you want to say something about your drink over here? <laughs> no, the Propel. Yeah. My, my guy Ram,
1: he gave me a hard time.
0: Says, uh, but I love the Propel water, man. I drink hey, the hell out of it. Ags Tailgate, sponsored by. Great yeah. propel. Great <laughs> propel. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, defensive true. tackle Samu, the big guy, 300. Huge. Yeah. He's he's signed. So he signed the NIL back in the. We December. knew it was coming. We knew it was there. Yeah. And he just was waiting to announce it because he wanted to do it for his birthday and all this stuff. So right. that he asked the coaches to have to sort of hold on to that. But he's officially signed. Um, now, with him
1: in the middle, yeah. that's right there. I mean, I could almost see a three man front sometimes with him in the middle. That would make more sense, would it not? Because He's huge, sure. I mean, what is sure. he? 300 and some, huge. Some, some I mean, it's gonna take monster. two guys to move him, yeah. That makes more sense. But do you have guys that are quicker defensive tackles like Jackson? And I'm listen, sorry, I mean,
0: I'll stop it, man. but I'll, I'll say field. this I, I, I would never play a three man line on for this with this team with the amount of talented defensive linemen we have. I just, yeah, I, I just, I just say put more of them on. I'd pay five man line. I oh, love it. I'd, that's what I would do. I'd, I'd play for the five man line, one linebacker. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what we did last year. No, we did three-man line and one linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't work out. We had uh, Tyron Smith, the wide receiver from UTEP, in the in the portal. This guy, you know, was a big-time producer for UTEP. 71 catches, 1,039 yards last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's tiny. He's a slot guy, 5'7", you know, like 170 pounds is what UTEP had him listed at. He may, Maybe he's a little bit taller than that, but he's I the bet. point is slight. Yeah. Not a not a burner burner, you yeah. know, but uh you know he plays in the slot, he's he's shifty, uh, you know, very sudden. He's probably the best player on the UTEP team. Yeah, I, I'll say this for this guy, and and look, he's he's a he's a, a needed addition for depth on this, yeah, on this depth. team. You know, he he's definitely a guy that's gonna be in 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 the rotation practice wise. If Anaya Smith comes back, if Anaya Smith comes back, he will not get much playing time. No, but we saw what happened last year with the wide receiver depth. I mean, it went from a big room to a very small room in a little bit of time. Now, in two years, so, by the way, because he's got a couple of years of eligibility left. In two right. years, Anais and Moose leave, then yeah. he can he can fill that. You know, not this coming season, but the season after. He maybe he gets he gets yeah. a lot more playing time. We still don't know what's going on with Preston. I don't. He, he hasn't. Nothing's really been said. We assume that he's coming back, um, but really, that's still out there. I would love to have him back I think he's a great you know he's a great part of this team he's a, a senior a guy that's been around so I don't and, think they guy I don't think
1: they use him right I mean no. you say he makes plays
0: he doesn't get on the field
1: when he gets time. on the field he makes yeah. plays <clears throat> I never understood that
0: um, and then another piece of news is we had another commit to the 23 class the current class already enrolled wide receiver Raymond Cottrell, four star guy that was committed to Georgia Decommitted from Georgia. He's enrolled. He's on campus. He's already here. Look, 6'2, 203 pounds. This guy's a big physical yeah. dude. Like he mm-hmm. he's he's uh you know, body type. You're talking those, I mean, obviously these are these are the top of the top, but you're talking guys, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf type body types, yeah, you know, like big, I mean. thick,
1: yeah,
0: thick. Strong physical receivers. You're saying my name.
1: You're talking about great
0: addition, I think, to the class. Yeah, and helps with depth, too, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh, good hands, you said. Good hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hand, but and 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 good with the ball in his hands, right? You get the ball in his hands, the dude is going to sit in there. He's going to try to get you some <laughs> extra yardage. He's not. He's not a. You know he's not a burner or anything like that, but he's 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 a big dude, very physical. You know, so they say
1: not a burner. I didn't know but if Mike Evans came out. I don't remember him saying they he was a burner, right? But he's Listen. just such a big
0: guy that can go up and get it. And I think his and speed, speed is underrated. Need, right? Mike Evans' speed is sort of underrated, right? Because okay. he looks he's a long strider. It yes. almost doesn't look like he's running as fast, but he never got. I never seen. I never saw him get caught
1: one on one balls. He always
0: oh, done. that's
1: what we need is a one on one guy. I mean, you got that Stewart can go do the one on one. Yeah. Moose, but uh, if we
0: get another third guy like that, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Connor announces he's not going to play baseball. Makes a lot of sense. He's going to he's going yeah. take the reins at the starting quarterback job. He can I'm always go back. He can always yeah. go back to baseball. All right, DraftKings Sportsbook, little oh, right cool. behind us. Look at this. I'm be
1: being the white thing.
0: Look, Look at this. DraftKings, Kings. There you go. DraftKings Sportsbook, an, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this season. I love, I love DraftKings, man. I, I, I love the fact that you can sit in there and put like the different, the different That's bets so together, money. teasers, <laughs> parlays, man. It's great. They offer lots of different uh, uh, prop bets and everything else, man. Yeah. They, you, you can anything you want to bet on, you can almost find it there on on DraftKings. You know, uh, right now, new customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings Stepped Up Same Game Parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Love those huge payouts with the big-time parlays. I love it. All right? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbooks with the code TPPN. DraftKings, folks, get out there. All right. Corey, big payouts, huh? Big payouts. We haven't seen those yet. <laughs> we need to see that. All right, Corey. So. Uh, <laughs> I gotta hit something. Today's topic, you know, we're going to sort of go into this and, you know, I as as I was thinking Connor after he announced obviously that he's going to stick around for and not play baseball. All right. Where does Connor rank among SEC quarterbacks in 2023? And and you know, this is part of the process that I'm thinking about because I'm talking about all 14 schools, all where 14 schools, rank? where is where is he ranking? And and this is behind the backdrop obviously that Bennett is gone.
1: Yeah.
0: Young is gone. Yeah. And Hooker, gone, right? Yep. So a lot of new quarterbacks, a lot of the top quarterbacks are out of here. Right. You know, where does he now sit as far as the, what we think or what everybody's generally projecting to be the guy starting in 2023? Mm. And, in, I think the only place to start this conversation is I think it's hard to rank them 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, One through fourteen, right? right? I do think it's hard no, because because a lot of these guys I think are very, very close, right? And and let's start just by saying. And by the way, people,
1: this is this this is an opinion. These are facts. This whatever we tell y'all here are facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: everything we say on this show is a fact. Fact, fact, it's a fact that we believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, and we're let's let's name some of these guys. Go right, ahead. And, Go and, ahead. and I'll tell and, you one thing. thing. And and you know, well, Vandy AJ Swan, right? Probably is their their oh, starter. He's, he's coming back is. from last year. Yeah, Auburn, it's probably Robbie Ashford, which um, he's got some talent. You guys got he made he started making some plays yeah, last year. He's got some but talent. It's new new staff, a, a lot of stuff going well, on, a lot of change in Auburn. So you never know. Yeah. They could technically go with maybe the uh, a younger uh, guy, retro freshman from last, you know, from last year's recruiting you know, class. Freed's, you know, with a new with a new court with a new coach. And freeze does some weird stuff on offense. Yeah. So I mean. It could be a blessing disguise for Asher. He could shoot way up on our ranking. For sure. Uh, Florida's got a competition now with Richardson gone. They've got Jack Miller and Ohio State transfer. Uh, last year, they've got a recruit from from last year, Max Brown. And then Grand Merch this year from Wisconsin, who started at Wisconsin, you know, to get into that competition. Right. You know, so some different guys in that, in that mix. Mizzou, Brady Cook. Coming back, you figure he still got the job. They did get a transfer from Miami and this is J- tier Garcia. four guys. Is this well, started? We're just gonna name them all. All right, uh, Georgia. Obviously, it's a competition now that Bennett's gone. The, the back ca- was the backup last year the and, played, and the games? He played a little bit okay. in, in last year. You think that he's probably the guy that's gonna take
1: that take the reins. System is so good that it's almost a plug and play, isn't it? I mean, you have a talented guy that comes in. You're gonna. You have so much talent around him. And here's
0: the thing. They've been recruiting talented quarterbacks for the last couple of years, oh, and they're, yeah. all, they're all sitting over there waiting to get their yeah. shot. But yeah, the talent around them is <clears throat> going to be ridiculously right. good. So they don't have to be the guy that just takes over the offense. All they have to do is get the ball to the playmakers, yep. right? Their running game is going to be legit next year, too, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, Bama, we saw Jalen Milrow, right? I wasn't really impressed. We'll see sort of what, what happens there. Yep. Obviously, they, they've got other highly touted Mm-hmm. young guys in the mix as well. Ole Miss, Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders transfers in from Oklahoma State. See what's going on there. That's Tennessee, crazy. Joe Milton. I'm like what um, I saw. Is there, they've got a, one of the best freshman incoming quarterbacks, Nico uh, Um, So if Milton, yeah. I think that's a situation that's – Milton's going to be It's Milton right go. now. Yeah. LSU with Jalen Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer. Uh, you've got Kentucky gets Leary. Uh, like from from like NC that. State which yeah. I think is, is pretty big right uh Mississippi State, State. State Rogers coming back South Carolina Spencer Rattler coming back Arkansas KJ Jefferson coming back yeah alright so yeah. now having sort of identified the players here yeah let's let's start at the top okay tier... if I'm taking my tier one guy
1: number one what I saw at the end of season last year I took Spencer Rattler yeah I mean he impressed me He showed me what he showed me at uh, Oklahoma the first season. Not the second one, but the first one where he's throwing the ball, he looked composed.
0: And as we go through this, let's talk about sort of what some of the things that some of the criteria we're using here. Obviously, past performance is a big piece of this, right? right. What have these guys proven? What have they done? What do they look like? Yeah, what watch them do? And then the next piece is potential, right? Exactly. And potential has a lot to do with okay, how were they rated in the past? You know what I'm talking you know, like going to the next level, NFL.
1: Right. And I think Spencer Rattler. I mean, coming after his freshman season, he was number one to be. Yeah, uh, people thought he'd be the number one pick coming Madden's out. He's banded. His right? Yeah, he's uh, he's got a good arm. He's mobile. He's uh, it's just right here. It's all between. It's his head.
0: And South Carolina, South Carolina, as the season went on, they just got better and better, and better, and better, and he played better, and better, and better, and better. And now they're coming back for another year underneath that system, and the talent around them is getting better because they're starting to recruit better and do different things, so you know, I think his stock is only going to rise next year, and I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this coming year season, he's in the conversation about sort of first round type quarterback coming out of South Carolina, right? Uh, so I would agree with you with Spencer Rattler. I'll say Who he's else? A, uh, of course, Jefferson—he's very talented, big guy.
1: The system they run there helps him out a lot because they're going to have a new OC. Well, I think it's going to hurt him a little bit because a lot of the play action helps him out a lot. His—he's mobile. They play to his strengths. Yeah, so he's that's not like a slinger. He's not I, a gunslinger. He's not like a yeah. guy that sits back there and throw it fifty times and beat you. He's gonna, you know, take his chances downfield, beat you with his legs,
0: if he stays healthy. Look, about, I'm a you know me, man. I'm a huge KJ Jefferson fan, and it's for a couple of reasons. One is that every year he's played, he's gotten better. And you go watch him, mm-hmm. that tells me that he's a hard worker. He's a guy that really gets after his trait, you know, and tries to do the things. He's yeah. coachable, he's all those things, right? <clears throat> and not only that, but that dude that dude will take that team on his back if if he needs to. Right. Right? And to me, that's another at you know, attribute for a quarterback that you just say, Oh, Wow. Wow! Yeah. You know, and so I'm a big KJ Jefferson fan. I don't know. Like you said, you know, what's going to happen under this new system? Is that going to be worse for him? A lot of questions. You know, and, you know, the head coach is a former line guy. So he's an offensive guy. So maybe, you know, there's some continuity in that situation because the head coach is going to try to do some, but at the end of the day, that does leave a little bit of a question mark with KJ. What's the system around him going to look like, right? right. Um, but as far as just quarterback play, I think he's got to be in that top tier. He's right here. up there, yeah. Uh, Rodgers at Mississippi State, what do you think? Well, he's been there for 10 years. He's got to be,
1: you know, up there. He's always putting up solid numbers, and that was with Leach around. We don't know what to expect next year. I can't imagine it changing too much. It's going to be a short, quick passing game. He's accurate, doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot. You know what to expect. I mean, uh, is he an NFL quarterback? Maybe a backup, a career backup. Well, we're talking college.
0: We're talking college, right? Yeah,
1: he's good. I mean, he's really – he's good.
0: Look, Mike
1: Leach really believed in him. Mike yeah, Leach always – the production – the guy's been playing since
0: he was a freshman, right? And the production that he's had I think is unreal, just unbelievable numbers. You know, the question with him I think is that what happens without Mike Leach, right? Yeah. And under a new system, how does that affect them and, and what, what exactly they do? But as far as everything's concerned, I still think if coming into the season – that's a guy, one of the most proven guys in the league. One of the one of the right. guys that's put up the biggest numbers in the league, I'd take along a with team. Rattler and Jefferson. I take and him on my team in a heartbeat. In a
1: heartbeat, yeah, right? yeah. Heartbeat. I take him my yeah because you know what you're getting from. He's not going to run a whole lot. He's going to get rid of the ball quick. He reads the defense. Pretty so you well. have
0: do you conclude with the change in coaching? Do you keep him as a tier one guy? Yeah, right now because I don't see the the coaching change.
1: It's Mike Leach's guys, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's not. I don't think it's going to change a whole lot. Anybody else fall into that tier one group? I think. Uh, I think Connor's right below that. I think the guy Leary from Kentucky. I'm just kind of iffy with him because I didn't see him last year. He's hurt. Uh, NC State. Leary, who transferred from NC State. Yeah, and it's ACC school, which let's be honest, ACC football is not SEC football. You Correct. come, you come in. He's gonna see a lot better athletes. I mean, when he goes up against Georgia, what's gonna happen? Do they have a Georgia in the ACC anything no. like him? I mean, Clemson's no. the closest thing they have.
0: Look, I You're I still that think day in and day out. I still think based off of the production that he's had in the past, and he you know last year wasn't his best year, but he he was hurt and all those things, right? <clears throat> I think based off of the production that he's had in the past, I mean, people looked at him as a, like a top yeah, two round type yeah, draft pick, right? Going into last year, yeah. And and so he was in those kinds of conversations. Based off, of, I think he's a tier one guy. And here's I think another thing that helps him. Look, Levis this past year under the Kentucky offensive coordinator didn't do very well. That Kentucky offense looked off. Right the year yeah. before they he was a lot better. Now he had some more weapons around, but they had a different offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. That offensive coordinator from two years ago is coming back. Well, you know what Levis does. Levis uses feet a lot more than what people yeah.
1: give him credit for. He's yeah. uh, he's more athletic. I'm not sure Leary's going to do that. No, and so that could be an issue. I mean, because he doesn't have to. He's not going to have a lot of weapons at Kentucky. He'll have some. Don't get me wrong. He'll have some talent. But so, he,
0: so tier one or no? I'll put him right. At the, him the bottom of tier. Maybe, maybe bottom two. of tier one, top of tier two, yeah. right there. Him and Connor. So I think that's the. Those are the guys. So. Mm-hmm. That's the guys. They're proven. They've, got, they've historically done it. Yeah. Some of them are going to have some different coaching going on, but they've proven that they can sling the ball a little bit, get the ball yeah. out there, make some plays as a quarterback. I think that's your tier one. It's kind of crazy that we're saying those are your tier one. We haven't mentioned Alabama. We haven't mentioned Georgia, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, know about that. Okay. We, haven't seen, we haven't seen anything. All right. So, that's why we didn't say Connor in there. How about tier two? That's why I'm saying
1: Connor's right there. All right. So Connor's your tier two. Tier two, I'm thinking guys that have the talent that we've seen a little bit yeah. of, like Connor. Uh, what's the guy from Tennessee again? Uh, Milton. Milton, we saw some of him last year. At first, when we first saw
0: him at Tennessee, not that impressive. Right. Last year. Look, I want, I'm glad you brought up Joe Milton in Tennessee here because I have them squarely at that tier two. I really do. Yeah. I was super, super impressed with how he played in the bowl <laughs> game. Right, Hendon Hooker got hurt. He got hurt. He was gone. He was out of the game. He was out. And Milton came in, and in that bowl game, after having been sort of taking first team reps, obviously, for a couple of weeks underneath the, in the bowl practices and all that, the dude looked phenomenal in that game. He, we all knew he's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah. We all knew he's a great athlete. right. That dude was making incredible throws and reads in that game, and I think it's a credit to the head coach. Yeah, he he puts a system in, and these guys buy into it. And after he
1: saw what Hooker did, I mean, Hooker did the same kind of thing at Virginia Tech. It wasn't yeah. much. Came here, blew up. And Milton was the guy in front of Hooker to yeah. start his career at Tennessee.
0: And he's a lot more comfortable in that offense two years in now, right? He's. A big I mean, guy. you can tell. Huge.
1: Big guy. I can't believe that. You be- can
0: tell yeah. how much better he's gotten there. Yeah. I mean, very clearly. I, I mean, I don't see a big drop off, to be honest with you,
1: between Hooker and Milton. After what I saw last year, the arm strength Milton has. The-
0: Look, we saw it in one game. We saw it in one game. He's going to have to do it. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to do it throughout the season, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And week in and week out. He's going to have to prove that he can consistently throw the ball and get the ball to the wide receivers and the playmakers on the tendency offense. Right. Like I said, in the bowl game, boy, he looked really good. Might be our sleeper for the housing next year. It could be. Um, so I do think, and so that tells me he's got a chance yeah. to be one of those tier one guys exactly. by the end of the season. We just don't have enough tape, but we just don't have enough tape, right? right. We got to see him do it, and we, well, and the tape we have hasn't always been great, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, they also have an incoming freshman, probably the number one or two quarterback in the class, right? Um, And so, and the reason I bring it up, not because he's going to really compete for that starting job at the beginning of the season. I think Milton—that is Milton's job. But (coughs) if Milton falters, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him at some point in the season. I think Milton's going to falter pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So in that tier two, who else would Milton? I Um, agree. Connor. Look, and by the way, let's (laughs) let's give me some names here. Give me some names. Let's 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 take a little bit of time here because I I do want to I do want to talk about Connor. Yeah,
1: Connor's... I mean. We saw – how many games? I don't know, four or five games last year, in and out of the lineup, a terrible offensive line, a terrible play-calling scheme. Um, He he wasn't set up for success, but he did a good job for
0: what he had. Here's – and here's a couple of things, right? And, look, we believe in Connor. Right. You believe in Connor. I believe in Connor. Yeah. The coaching staff clearly believes in Connor. I think the fan base believes in Connor. And has huge expectations for him. Yeah, don't let us down. But – Bring it back a little bit. Because to
1: hold he's
0: he's only in his second year. He right. did get
1: like True five sophomore. stars.
0: True sophomore, right? Yeah. he's And he's got the tools. Very he's definitely good. got the tools. He's got the arm. He's size. got the athleticism. He's yeah. got the size. He's got the tools. This is going to be a new system right. with Petrino, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that's encouraging to me is that there's weapons on the outside. Yeah. There's weapons in the backfield. There's weapons at tight end. And so... Those things are good. He's got good chemistry. He's thrown to all these guys because a lot of those guys are coming back. Right. Right. And hopefully the offensive line has more experience. Right. The thing I will say is that we also saw him against Auburn where at some point in that game, you know, especially with Auburn's defense having given – you know, putting a lot of – and some hits on him. Like he looked lost at times in that game, right? Like he couldn't – he could not complete a pass. I think he missed I don't know how many passes in a row at one point. But – We've seen that. Right. We've seen that. So, and that's as a freshman. Mm -hmm. You know, his numbers weren't spectacular throughout the season, right? His numbers were what all Jimbo quarterbacks' numbers were last year. Right. Up until that last game against LSU. Right. And you look at that game against LSU, and everybody's talking about how good that offense was. Remember that that game against LSU also involved – some big plays with big catches by those wide receivers, right? It wasn't necessarily always the perfect throw or this and that. It was, it was. Like he gave those receivers an opportunity, and yeah. those those receivers made the play. Exactly. So I say all that to say we really like the dude. We've got some good expectations for him, but he still has to do it. Yeah, he yeah. still has to show up and actually go through that process and do it. Right. With what we have on our roster, he's our by far our best chance or best option. Oh, there's no question. And I do think that he's that that he's in this tier two right now based yep. on what he's done so far. Chance and, to go up. And and the potential to get it, right? right? I do think that he squarely belongs in that tier, in that tier two. And just like we talked about Milton, man, if it all comes together for him with Petrino. Yeah, and if it all comes together for him with those receivers that we talk about all the time in Stewart, Moose, maybe Anias, Thomas. Green, tight end. Green and tight end, right? With those guys, man, lots of potential to be right. very, very exciting on offense, right? Maybe he Jake didn't Jones. turn the ball over. That's a great sign, especially as a freshman.
1: Right.
0: You know, that's what gives you the excitement. It wasn't an ideal situation
1: that he came into. Like. No,
0: <laughs> there is, by, no far means from, that we far from our it.
1: Our freshman quarterback to play as right. much as he did. We, I think, they had had plans to try to redshirt him yeah. maybe and ease him in, but you know, injuries, injury. Next thing you know, he's starting.
0: Yeah, so I man,
1: glad he did. Don't I want him on the it, field the whole time? Yeah, you know that. Look, so anyway, and, and I, I do think, think
0: that the experience is going to serve him very well going into next year. Um, you know, we're gonna. We're going to get a chance to see these guys in this new offense here in the spring in in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see that. Oh, yeah. You know? I love the spring game. The other thing that I'm excited about with the new offense is I think he's going to be able to get the ball down the field some more, more than we did last year. God, so so the potential's about. there. And we've seen the tools. I think that's why we put him in tier two, right? Yeah. Who else you got? How about – as I'm looking at this – you know, once again, I'm sort of like thinking. You still haven't talked about Alabama. But. I don't think I'm there. Game. I don't think I'm there with them yet. And. I mean, we focused on that game because we watched
1: the whole game. Yeah. That quarterback, Milro, is that his name? How you yeah. said? We didn't. I mean, he's athletic, strong arm,
0: not accurate. It just. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not ready to put them – I do think, though, that the guys at LSU probably are the tier two. With an opportunity to get – okay, like Daniels I think is who he is, and I think we know who he is, right? Right. I do expect this to be probably a two-quarterback system, especially early on in the year. Nussmeier Nussmeier. is a guy that impressed me a lot at the end of the year. Bowl game – well, SEC championship game. When he came in, he made some plays against Georgia. And then in the bowl game, he looked good as, in, at times as well, and made some big plays. And I think he's the X factor there because, in all honesty, if he overtakes Daniels, I mean, Daniels came back, right? If he, he overtakes was. Daniels, yeah, I think that team has a higher potential,
1: right? I think so too. I mean, Daniels was good for what it was last year because yeah. it's a basically a new team, Had a yeah. bunch of transfers, a bunch of players coming in, and uh, Daniels can use his feet to get around. Out of situations, mm-hmm. but now you have a more established offensive line. The offense is another year in. And look, <laughs> I think your future. You're talking
0: about it. that's fine. You never, you you never <laughs> wonder whether they got the athletes on the outside. You know those They're guys are there. there. They're always. You know them. those guys are there, yeah. right? So to me, that's a that's another guy that has the potential to go from this tier two, where I, I sort of got him jumped in as a tier two as the as the combo between the two of them. I think if he takes over that role, it's because he's playing well enough to overtake Daniels significantly, and I think it might bump him into Tier 1. It's
1: crazy, man. You think about the NFL top wide receivers, like Justin Jefferson pops in your head,
0: Chase. (laughs) I mean, they all went to LSU. They all went to LSU. Uh, So, yeah, I think that's sort of my Tier 2. And once again… Talk about Alabama. So let's go to tier three because I think this is sort of where those folks right. and so, just 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 so people know, I, I ended up breaking this into five tiers, five five. And there's a reason for the fifth tier. It probably could have been four, but there's a reason for the fifth tier.
1: All right.
0: Third tier here, you know, these are guys probably that we just don't know anything about, right? Right. right. And so, or or that we know exactly who they are in yeah. the case. And I'm going to start there. Ole Miss. You've got Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders. Look, neither of those two guys were really impressed you that much. Well, Jackson Dart,
1: you expected him to be more of a throwing quarterback coming out of USC at a reputation. Didn't throw the ball as much as I thought they would last year. They didn't have to. Had a great running game, but now they bring
0: in Spencer Sanders. This. It kind of throws you for a loop, right? Like you think that Kiffin maybe was happy enough with Dart and he was going to get him to second year, you know, another year in the system, maybe he progressed. You know, because one of the big problems with Dart was he was great when he was sitting back in the pocket and his first read or, you know, yeah. early reads were there. Man, he can deliver the ball. He can put it in the right spot. He can do all those things. Thread yeah. the when he's under pressure, or when he has to sort of come off into the third read or, or you know, then you just never knew what he was going to do. Right. He, he was – he. It, it was a complete – I mean – Who wins it, that job? Coin flip.
1: Who wins that job? Ole Miss. I Spencer – I mean, I can't imagine Spencer Sanders transferring to a school like Ole Miss without thinking he's going to be the starter. I mean, he was yeah, all-Big-12 all player. It, just because he
0: thinks it doesn't make it happen.
1: Yeah, he was an all-Big-12 player. Preseason last year, he he sucked, and it's his last year,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, this is it. So yeah. this is it for him. Yeah. So you I mean, would no, think I'm not gonna to go say good. he
1: sucked as a, he was not good last year. It was not impressive. Look, I wasn't Lost impressed money on
0: them. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed with Jackson Dart overall throughout the season. I wasn't impressed with his poise or his ability to make plays outside of like the normal. Mm-hmm. I think Spencer Sanders probably wins this job. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I think Spencer Sanders is a okay quarterback. I, I just don't think he's a great quarterback. Yeah, tier three. There you go. So Tier three. There you go. Um, Bama. And I think this is where we land in Bama. Okay. And once again, it's because of the fact that we really don't know. Gotcha. Right? We saw Jalen Milrow. We right. saw him firsthand play the Aggies. And he did not play well. As a matter of fact, he almost gave that game away I don't know how many to a bad Aggie team. Yeah. Right?
1: I'm not saying bad. What are you talking about bad? Bad
0: Aggie team. No, Five and seven. On. Come on. Lost to half State. Life's your tongue. Bad Aggie team. And yes, he cool. almost lost that game for them. He's not He's not a comfortable thrower, right? Nope. He wasn't confident in going through his progressions. He wasn't confident in deci- making the decision and delivering the football. The one thing he is, though, Absolutely. is a freaking athlete. Yep. And that dude can make people look silly yeah. with his running ability, right? Absolutely. And so what I will say, and and, and look, Bama's looking for a new offensive coordinator, right? Uh, uh, yeah, he went to the Patriots. He went back to the Patriots, Bill Bryan. Bill O'Brien. So they're looking for a new offensive coordinator. We'll right. see who that who that ends up being. I think that's a big deal. It's probably a good thing for Alabama because you know how I feel about Bill i trying out there. But, but, when they come in, they they gotta they gotta get somebody in there, right? Because they gotta get these guys they gotta get these guys ready during the spring and start developing that that kid as as a thrower and ability to get the ball out. You know, they they the other problem that you see there is that they still don't have that talent at wide receiver that they had a few years back that it didn't matter who the quarterback was, because all they had to do is get the ball out to those guys. Those guys were, were always the open. They were always <laughs> open. Just slants, just little slants and gone. So so that, that quarterback, maybe it is a situation where you say, okay, well, sh- shoot, we're going to go in here and run the quarterback more. A lot more quarterback run, make this a running running offense, then throw in some over-the-top type plays, play right. action and stuff like that. You know, and he can do that. Oh, yeah. You know? And so I think it's – a K.J. Jefferson type. More like of a K.J. One, K.J. Jefferson. Now, K.J., I think, th- has been throwing the ball a lot better. So he's, he, well, it took he's not there. But it's it took time. time.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so maybe something like yeah, that, right? Tier two or three is good. But let's be clear also, there's two or three other guys that were highly recruited that right are behind. sitting on that roster. Oh, yeah. One, You know, that's one that's been there for, for two years and a couple of freshmen also. Right. So they can very easily shift over to one of those guys, right? right? Yeah. But once again, we haven't seen any of those guys. We haven't seen any of those guys. The only one we've seen is Milro, and we know he's got tools. But he's got to develop quite a bit more if he's sure going does. to be if he's going to be a tier two, tier three type quarterback in the SEC. Right? Can um, a
1: tier three quarterback win games for Alabama next year? Go ten and two, 11 and one, like they want to do? I don't think so. I don't
0: either. I mean, that's what I don't I, think so. I don't think so. Either. Because back in the day, we used to be able to say, "Well, yeah, probably put the put it on the running game and the defense." But the defense has been down a little bit, mm-hmm. right? They've lost they're Anderson, not, and they've lost some big-time pieces. in Anderson it yeah. was definitely their best defender. They've lost their best safety. Maybe yeah. their best two safeties are gone after for for the after last year. <clears throat> and so, I mean, do they got athletes for sure? And they're replacing defensive coordinator, so we'll see who mm-hmm. who takes over that job. But you figure that Sabin is going to have a say in that piece. Because LSU won the West last year, so I mean,
1: you're saying two years in a row Alabama's not going to win the West, huh?
0: Wow, that's why I'm here. We'll have to we'll have to get into yeah, that I'm a little so bit closer cool. to the season, but I'll tell you right now, I'm kind of I'm just, I'm leaning that way for sure. Yeah, go
1: ahead, I'm listening.
0: In this same tier, yeah, I'm not sure that this is fair, but I'm putting Georgia. Yeah, and I say I say Georgia because I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Like it's it's just likely going to be Carson Beck, right? It's likely yeah. going to be Carson Beck, a guy that's been there for a couple of years has been in the system with Todd Munkin, mm-hmm. right? A guy that got some playing time last year, even in the national championship game, got to throw the ball a couple of times.
1: You got in the national, what? Oh, it was yeah. a
0: blowout. Yeah, it was a yeah. blowout. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got, and they've been recruiting through the roof for, since Kirby Smart's been there. So, yeah, for the last four years. So they've got other guys that were five-star type guys in Vandergriff, Stockton, you know, so they're, they're going to have a, a competition for the quarterback. But even more importantly, Their this is, the reason I'm putting them yes. in Tier 3 is the system is going to be phenomenal because we in saw there. those guys. Yeah, I could go in
1: there and play quarterback for those guys and –
0: Oh, and amazing. the pieces around them yeah. are going to be phenomenal. you got Rob Bowers. Bowers. Oh, come on. And look, they're going to run the football next year. Yeah, that the, back that was the freshman last year is going to be <laughs> stupid good.
1: Yeah, and they have that right? other that wide receiver coming back, McKinstry or
0: whatever. But, yeah, and, and they've got a couple of other pieces on the outside that they're very excited about. So I really think that because of all those things, it really doesn't matter which one of these guys yeah, it is. I it's think it's going to be Beck. He's going to be at least a tier three. He probably is going to end up a tier two. I've got him a tier, a tier three one. right now.
1: Well, look at Stetson Bennett. anybody put him as a tier one coming in? No, no, no. no. We well, knew he was a tier one last year coming back, but but because, I yeah. would
0: think this this is more of a tier. You know, this is Stetson Bennett last year, not Stetson Bennett this year, right? Type of guy. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. In, but he he was you know he was pretty good last year. Right. He did win a national championship. Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Got lucky. So. To me, that's my tier three, man. That's that group, and it's it's a it's a it, it really is Bama and, and Georgia, and it's very much about potential with those guys.
1: Very very much so. Um
0: tier four to me is a bunch of guys we know aren't really gonna be all that good. Who you got? So Brady Cook at Mizzou. Are you impressed with him? No. No. I was more
1: impressed with Missouri's defense last year than I was their offense. Yeah. That's weird about Talking about Missouri, because usually they do something on the offense the impression their defense lets up, but last year was their defense that kept them in games.
0: Yeah, I, I as, as I watched him play, I just didn't see him as this guy that was a difference maker in any aspect of the game, right? Like, can he be a game manager and, and give you, you know, yeah, sure, but he's never going to be this take this game over right. type of dude, right? Um, and so he is who he is. Now, they get a guy, Jay Garcia, from Miami in a transfer. I don't know. Maybe that guy comes out and he, he beats him out. And, and Jay Garcia was a, a, a pretty good recruit, you know. Um, but in reality, I mean, who knows what you're getting there. Obviously, he was at Miami. That doesn't probably vote all that great for him. So, just, you know, i just not <laughs> impressed. It
1: not all that Yeah, I got
0: you. <laughs> a Another team that normally has probably a bigger <clears throat> name here, but Florida. Oh, yeah. They just lost Anthony Richardson. You know, and here's the thing that I'm sitting there now wondering about Florida is, was the Billy Napier hire really all that good? You know, they didn't have, you know, they're not they're not really getting a ton of hype as far as the guys that they're bringing in and all those types of things. Well, they're getting hype about the guy that's $13 million or something like that. That's no longer on yeah, campus, exactly. right? That's
1: the kind of hype they're getting.
0: And so, you take him out of the equation, you know, I don't know. You know they have they, the quarterback room is definitely unsettled. I mean they've got Jack Miller, on Ohio State transfer. They've got War, uh, Mertz, the Wisconsin transfer. Look, Mertz was horrible at Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm right. Not impressed by that at all? That that dude was not good. And yeah, maybe I mean, maybe they think okay, we, we can put better people around him. But they're going to need a mobile quarterback because they're going to be pressured the whole game. And they haven't had these like top end wide receivers over there the last couple of years and, and, and you know, so I mean that's what made Anthony Richardson successful was being on the run. Yeah. I mean he didn't throw
1: the ball for anything last year. And his
0: weapons around him weren't no, phenomenal, right? And all this and I'm saying all this and saying like that's what I'm talking about, Billy Napier. The talent on this team is not what you're used to with Florida teams. He can't put Louisiana Lafayette talent on a Florida team and expect to
1: be competitive in the SEC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if he's trying to do that, then he's not going to win many games.
0: Yeah. So, once again, we're not impressed. Florida. No. Auburn and Robbie Ashford. Look. That's another the potential one. The only thing, that, the only thing that, that, that that sort of gives you any excitement there is they've got a new coach. Yeah, you freeze. I like them. Euphries is a guy that's done it everywhere. He knows he's how been. to beat Alabama. And he was productive offensively everywhere, right? Yeah. Liberty. And, I mean, look what he did Liberty. He's got Willis in the NFL. Yeah, so I mean, maybe 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 he's that kind of magician. But we've seen Robbie Ashford play. And there was hey, look, there was times when Robbie Ashford made some plays last year at times, looked even like a good quarterback at I'll times. tell you very one thing. Not very often. I bet Auburn is a lot more fun to watch next year than what they have been. Yeah, now the question is, does the defense take a step back,
1: right? I think the whole team as a whole, it'll be exciting games. They'll probably win some they shouldn't and lose some
0: they shouldn't. Yeah. Um. And then the reason I reserve Tier 5 is because Vanderbilt's here. Oh, yeah. And A.J. Swan coming back and he's going to – It's you know, a shame. He's, 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 there's nothing that impresses you about him. Now, they won a couple of games last year that they were not expected to win, but yeah, with him at quarterback – that's about that's about all they're going to do. So real quick, so coming back
1: next year, who are the top quarterbacks? The guy from USC, Williams. Yeah. Who else is coming
0: back? That's a big name. Drake. Drake at North Carolina. Drake, huge name. Who else? Uh. You know, I think those two guys probably are at the top of the list. I don't know because you know uh, last year we had Young and Stroud oh, and yeah. Levis and what's his
1: name from uh, Miami that didn't do anything. That well, that everybody he, was. Yeah, I guess he's back. Well, yeah. What happened to that is he guy? Back? Anybody talking about him? But you um, know what I'm saying. I mean, they it have... is an
0: interesting year for quarterbacks. It's going to be some transition, right? Because, because, I mean, because some of these guys, some of these guys that people are still not really, yeah, you know, sure about Hartman. Because a lot right of the big now, all Hartman the big that's now like, what he, at, at, is he at? Wake uh, Forest at, quarterback. Yeah, he went to Notre Dame. At Notre Dame now. Yeah. Um, and who's the who's the guy that transferred out to uh, Wisconsin? Um, me Yeah, well, we'll we'll get. But back. what I'm
1: saying is, uh, it's weird. I mean, last year, you I know, mean, Ohio State had a quarterback coming back. Alabama had their quarterback coming back. Georgia had their quarterback coming back. Right. Who <clears throat> was the other team that TCU lost their quarterback? So all four Final Four teams lost their quarterbacks. But the year before they were all coming back, we all knew what you, to you expect. Know, you know what to?
0: Yeah, what you were going to have in that. So, I mean, Max Duggan is not. I mean, obviously, if we didn't expect that, didn't expect but, that but, but the other three, you yeah. did. And so it is interesting. It is. And, and Mitch, well, Michigan's got their guy back. Yeah. I, I, he impressed me.
1: That hey. guy impressed me.
0: So, so yeah, it's a transition year in the quarterbacks yeah. room in a lot of places in the country. Uh, well, Bo Nix is back out oh, of Oregon. How, How many years that? is that? Like, he's been playing for like 15 years. Him and Rodgers are in the
1: competition, so he <laughs> can play the longest.
0: So. Um, all right. Let's, I think it's exciting because I think Connor is is. It does tell you, look. I mean, we
1: might have we right around
0: there, right? Our, we're we're, right we're in a little biased. Right the in the mix. We're a little biased, but I think Connor bias would have been putting him in tier one. I, I, I said he's right at the
1: bottom of tier one, maybe yeah. top you know, tier, two. But yeah, I mean, Connor, I wouldn't honestly out of that list you just gave me, there might be. I, I can't really think anybody I'd rather really have on our team, coach or quarterback on our team than Connor. I mean, can you? Who would you rather take? Would you rather take Spencer Rattler? Would you rather have maybe. KJ? Maybe.
0: What do you mean, maybe? Maybe.
1: What the hell do you
0: mean? I think both of those guys. I mean, you got to at least think about, right? I, in in all honesty.
1: I mean, yeah. if we're lining up,
0: if somebody's telling me now, now here's here's the difference in in those guys and Connor is that you know Connor's going to play at least two more years. Both of those guys will be gone after next year. So yeah. So who would you rather take? Probably Connor. Because yeah. Because you get him That's for what I'm a of years, but. Um, I think in the long run, but it's Conner, exciting, man. It's exciting to have a guy that's in that mix. Connor's gonna be the best NFL quarterback out of that group because we haven't had one of those in the mix in a long time.
1: What's it, Mond? He was yeah. an NFL quarterback. I don't know. Get the hell out! Oh of here. God,
0: get the hell out! Of here. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about the NFL, man. Exciting football, by the way. This past weekend, crazy. Look, the Chiefs-Jags game I thought was <laughs> ended up being a good game because of the fact that Mahomes gets hurt. Chiefs win 27-20. to 20. We lost money on that game. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Player props is not a good way to go when Mahomes gets hurt.
0: Yeah, not good. <laughs> when you went over on the completion. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, man, we were pulling for that
0: one. Uh, but ends up being a pretty good game. Yeah. Look, that a couple of things that I noticed, by the way, from that team from previous years to this year. One is... You kept saying they, it. They, they no longer are a vertical passing team yeah, you, you kept at saying all. It the whole game, they even before it. he got hurt, yeah, they weren't throwing the ball down the field. Right. It was everything was within Ten. 15 yards. Yeah. And most of it was to Kelsey. By the way, Kelsey's a monster. We had fourteen a, catches. Yeah. yeah, we took the over in that one, and yeah. we hit that hit. hit. That hit quick. Uh, <laughs> Real quick. That dude's unbelievable. But the and and to what's impressive or what's actually shocking to me is that they they don't do the vertical passing game because yeah, they lost Tyree Kill. But though it's not like they don't have guys that can go deep downfield. right? Tony Tony's a guy that's got speed, yeah. right? The guy from the Green Sol- Bay got Cantlin. Can Cantlin's a guy that's a deep threat, right? Yeah. I mean he, he historically it he wasn't with it. he was with Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. they've got guys uh the 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 Juju, downfield he has to. Nicole Hardman's a speed guy. Right. Juju's more of a possession guy. I understand he that. But he can do it. But, you know, all these other guys, I mean, there's speed out there, right? All right. So I don't know if they just can't catch deep balls and so they won't throw it to them or whatever. But either way, that offense is is limited and will continue to be limited if they're not throwing the ball downfield. I don't think, and we'll get into the matchup, I don't think they, they win it without a vertical passing threat. Gotcha. Bengals-Bills, I think, is the most surprising game for me. The, the yeah. Bengals won 27-10. That game wasn't really close. Well, they came out of the gates firing. The yeah. Bengals. I mean, I'm talking bam, bam, bam right yeah. down the field. They could have scored more if they if they'd wanted to in the yeah. second yeah. half. And they, they the let snow. off the throttle. In the snow. They're going to throw. And let me tell you something. You know, that offensive line has been incredibly maligned. They have three guys hurt. Everybody's thinking, dude, this Buffalo defense is going to kill yep. Joe Burrow.
1: I thought that too. I took the Bills. I lost.
0: And let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Burrow probably was As clean as he's ever been After a football He gets rid of the ball quick Dude
1: Best quarterback
0: in the league I don't know about that But yeah Best quarterback in the uh, league that, I'm If I was starting A franchise today I'd take Joe Burrow yeah. Over Mahomes Over mm-hmm. Allen All day every day Over Jalen Hurts I love Jalen Hurts no. <laughs> But yes <laughs> I
1: love Jalen Hurts But yes Over right. Jalen Hurts
0: Look I'll tell you this about Joe Burrow also mm-hmm. In that offense is that obviously they've got great weapons. I mean, Chase is my favorite receiver in all of the world. I mean, that dude is a monster. Higgins. But Higgins and Boyd and and the tight end, Hurts, had some nice, nice, nice plays that game. He's a good player. Mixon's playing well. Mixon. Look, but one thing I'll tell you about Joe Burrow is that dude's moxie and... Sort of leadership or whatever you want to call it, his his intangibles, his through the roof. With the defense, I can't believe the defense through the shut Buffalo to ten points at Buffalo. Yeah. Another thing I'm going to say is, all props in the world to Brian Daboll, the Daboll, the coach at, in the for New York Giants, because that offense was twice as good last year with him as the offense coordinator. Than they were this year with Dorsey as the offensive coordinator. Yep. That pro- the coordinator is a problem in Buffalo. They will not be as good ever on offense as they were last year as long as he's he's there, because that that is what happened with Allen and all the turnovers and those things. That is a product of right. the coaching staff. All but, right. I mean, I'll tell you what. The Bengals defense impressed me. Yeah. So who,
1: Okay, you got Bengals, Chiefs. All who right. Like it.
0: Bengals, Chiefs. Because of the Mahomes injury in Kansas City, because of the Mahomes injury and his inability to get be mobile this week, I think it's the Bengals. I think it's the Bengals all day.
1: Kansas City favored by one right yeah. now. It started last I saw it was one and a half Bengals. Then we looked at it earlier and it said one Kansas
0: City. I think I'm with you. I'm, as a matter of fact, yeah, I'm, I'm taking I, I'm taking the Bengals on that game all day long because
1: neither one of these teams are known for their defenses. But what I saw from the Bengals defense,
0: I was impressed, and and they've got them at all levels too because <sighs> they got I, good players up front, they got good players on the back end, you know, and and in the middle of the linebacker spot, they got guys that can. That replace. high
1: ankle sprain, man, that thing didn't heal that fast. And if if I if I know he's a sitting duck back there, what are you doing? You're going to put pressure, aren't you? All
0: day. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to make him hop like he did in that game. I'm. Gonna... I think so. I, I just don't think that without the mobility, I don't think he's going to be able to make the plays he normally does. That, yeah, that's agree. going to get that team out of trouble. And I think the Bengals' offense is going to keep doing Because that Buffalo defense is actually pretty good. And they made them look bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I was very impressed with that team. Yeah, Very, very impressed. And they've got a chance to get two of their offensive linemen back for day-to-day right now. Um, I don't which, even know which, if they need them. Which they might not need. Right. Jesus. In the NFC – the Eagles beat the mess out of the Giants. I mean, that thing wasn't a game after, and after the first we quarter, saw the Giants play it was the 38 week to 7. Yeah. We were high on the Giants after they beat the Vikings. Look, and and Daniel Jones has definitely been a better quarterback this year under yeah. day ball. Right. Right? Yeah. Good coaching. They don't have the great weapons, weapons. on the outside. No, right.
1: Got rid of Tony. I can't believe it.
0: You know, but they, they were overmatched. And and it, it goes to show you though, it goes to show you though. Last week they played a team that wasn't very good. They were overmatched against the Eagles, who I think have one of the best rosters in all. Four. I'll give you
1: credit, if not because you've been all saying all this now. for a long time. You don't overpay your quarterback, and you build weapons and stuff around him, and that's what the Eagles have done. They have a strong defense. They have a good offensive line. They they brought in a weapon at uh, receiver in Brown. The running game's good and and. And Devontae Smith and Smith, I mean, but they, and you know Hurts still playing on the rookie, rookie contract, and so you can bring in these guys, and they they drafted well, and they they have a lot of talent. On that team they and do. They, they seem fresh. I yeah. mean, I know they had a bye week, but they still seem fresh. Like they're well, they like,
0: looked explosive. They looked like I, I I didn't see a weakness on that team. Yeah, and, I, and I, look, and I've said this for a couple years now with Jalen Hurts, right? When they brought him into the league everybody's like, "Oh, he's going to be a good backup." Right? So I thought everybody thought he's a good backup. I didn't think and he I, and the I ball said games. and I said, you know, the thing you better watch with Jalen Hurts is and he's proven it everywhere he's been. He's an absolute winner. Monster as far as his preparation. Yeah. And every year he's played quarterback, he's gotten better. When he was at Alabama, he was more of a runner, but he carried that team with leadership and his effort and that dude was there rock right it was their rock he goes to oklahoma credit to um, riley uh, he he works on his passing though mm-hmm. he becomes a better thrower at oklahoma still not great better a lot better working 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 he gets drafted right yeah then you see him as a takeover for wins well, that offense. What did that offense do when he took over? It got better. Yeah. Right. Well, he added a different aspect. I mean, he moves. The running game. Runs. To think, last year he makes good decisions. And and so I guess last and then last year, you know, everybody's like, oh, who are they going to replace him with? Well, and then he comes in. He's a starter. Gets him yeah. to the playoffs. Yeah. Nobody expects it, right? Yeah. But I've said That's it all along. Fantasy football. I said it all along. Yeah. That dude, because of the way he works and the dedication he has and the leadership and the toughness and those things. And he just gets better, 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 better. Tua beat him out. What's that
1: about? Was Tua the better he, college quarterback? No, no. So Nick
0: so. Saban's just an idiot. That's yeah, all, honestly, honestly, I, honestly, Saban, I look. I I've always liked hurt better than Tua, but that's just me. Yeah. Um. So I guess all that to, all that to say is I I really like what they're doing, and and you're right. A.J. Brown, adding A.J. Brown to that team as a as a wide receiver yeah. was huge for. Yeah,
1: him. I mean they're getting weapons. I mean they don't. The
0: same thing for for Josh Allen. By the way, when they added Diggs, Diggs, remember yeah, he jumped, totally. jumped right ridiculously from year yeah. to year. Makes sense. And so that does make sense. I mean, and then you got the Cowboys know. and 49ers. Probably the worst game of the weekend in the sense of it was it was exciting. It's just, just ugly. ugly. Now it was, the it was close. The Cowboys
1: missed another extra
0: point. It was twelve to nineteen. 49ers win. Jesus, Brock Purdy now is. Undefeated as a starter, Mr. Irrelevant. Well,
1: I'll tell you what. The San Francisco defense is really good. Their offense, they have explosive pieces. I don't know about – I think Purdy's going to see something different this weekend
0: with the Eagles. Probably for the first time, for the first time all year, you saw him rattle this past weekend. Yeah. And mind you, part of that is because the Cowboys defense yeah. is getting tons of pressure on them.
1: Well, they were, they're were fast. The Cowboys oh. defense is real fast, but they're Parsons not, is a monster. Yeah. But I see the Eagles on the same thing. The Eagles have a lot of talent out there. Yep. I mean, So, I could see – who do you like this week? you like the Eagles or the – I like the Eagles. I do too. I like the Eagles. What is it, two and a half we said?
0: I think Jalen Hurts is going to make a difference offensively against that 49ers defense, which is one of the best in the league. There's no doubt about it. They can put pressure. They can do all those things. But ultimately, that Eagles defense, on the other hand, I think is going to give them enough fits on the other side um and, Brock is gonna, is, and him and elijah and elijah mitchell are both banged up banged up they'll wow. both play they'll well, both play oh well, i'm sure they will um yeah I'll, I'll take the eagles but that should be a good matchup too yeah we'll do a parlay all right questions for the tailgate brought to you by david coffin plc tax controversy and litigation lawyers smart solutions for federal tax issues experience respected representation for taxpayers over 20 years of experience in tax controversy with offices located in Southlake, and now opening in Bryan, call station, call 817-251-7049, David Coffin, PLLC. Question number one, will the Aggie basketball team make the tournament this year? I think so. They got snubbed last year.
1: They got two losses that are really bad right now, that Wofford and Murray State. I mean, I,
0: just, I hate to
1: see those. Yeah. I mean, like you said, if we win four out of those seven games. The prediction
0: folks on ESPN are all saying no, by the way.
1: Yeah, really no. but they know.
0: Or they know, that's They huge. got Florida
1: ahead of us. How do they yeah. hell, How the hell is Florida ahead of us? You
0: beat a team once, that's one thing. You beat them twice? Twice. I'm not talking one time. I think they get in and the reason I'm thinking I think they get in is because I I, I do believe that this team was Look, huge. they played they played horribly against Kentucky and could have won that game, you know, if 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 a couple of things go their way, mm-hmm. right? To me, when they play well, yeah. they beat the mess out of teams.
1: Watch. Next week, we'll be getting votes for the top 25. If you're getting votes for the top 25, that means you're one of the best 64 teams in the nation.
0: I think they get in, and I think that's a big credit to Buzz Williams who takes less talent and does more with it year in and year out. All right, question two. Biggest factor for this offense to be a top-tier offense in the SEC? And when I say top-tier, I'm talking maybe like top two, top three offenses in the SEC. The football? Football. Offense. Offensive line. Uh, play calling.
1: That's the two things. Offensive line needs to play better. Not needs, has to play better. It's a. It's no longer. I mean, it's like can they? Yes. Let's, let they me.
0: Got to be. Let me there. take everything else off the freaking board. Go for forget play calling. Forget everything else. Just don't. I, I'm not one thing. Mm-hmm. Canedazio, who was horrible, 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 horrible. Horrible last year. Mm -hmm. Do a much better job under Petrino. I think he will. And have this offensive line play, even mediocre offensive line play. And this will be a top-tier offense because the weapons are incredible. Yes. The weapons are incredible. If the offensive line, if Adazio can sit in there and make some – Make get those guys to play decent football and they got talent. Right. They have a lot of talent. A lot of talent. A lot of talent. This offense will be a top tier offense in the in, in the SEC. You say
1: offensive line, I say that with you, but I think play calling's gotta be a lot better. You gotta get these guys
0: in Yeah, but I, I, I think that's succeed. already taken care of because but they I think have that already was replaced offensive do. coordinator.
1: I think that was a lot to do with offensive line. They were putting them in bad situations. You see a now seven man, eight man Here's front.
0: another thing that I think is important with regards to getting an offensive coordinator, a true offensive coordinator. You know, because when you look at Jimbo and what he was doing last year, he was head coach, and then he was offensive coordinator, and he was the quarterback's coach. And so I don't think that he was able to spend a ton of time, like, trying to figure out what's wrong with the offensive yeah. line, what do we have to tweak and change and do else. Petrino doesn't have all those head coaching responsibilities. He – you know, all those things are – him as an as the offensive coordinator – Will be able to work with the Dazio a little bit better and make sure that they're doing the things necessary to continuously improve that offense. Not to mention the system's going to be simpler for the offensive line. They should be better, but that is the number one, one hundred percent, and only thing that tell that gets this offense to a tier one offense. All right, Giga Maggie's AP, the delivery man, <laughs> signing out from the tailgate.